Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death. Making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Barnaston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fader Top End of for Mecca Echo City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft 2022 edition. Grado is in the house. Let me hear your voice, Grado. Well, can you hear me? Can hear you fine, mate. I mean, I don't know, is this fucking 2001 or something? I've got this, right, ever since the Wayne was supposed to be getting born, that was that her room had to get changed for where I did my podcast, so I had to get something flung up together at the back door, and there's meant to be internet in it, and it keeps fucking up. The guy came to install it, he's put in a separate wee booster, he's put a line out the black back door, He's supposed to have fixed it all up for me. It worked for a day, and then he told me to go into these settings, 192.03, put that in your fucking internet bar and turn off your five gigahertz and switch it to 36, channel 36, and messing about with this, and I done that, and then folk in Reddit were telling me not to do that, it's only engineers that can do that. And then I'm going, mate, what have you done? I'm not getting internet anywhere. And then, but the, the, the second or third day, he says, mate, have you tried switching it off at the plugs and switching it back on no again? Way. That's what he said to me. I went, ah, oh, see you. I want to take a fuck to yourself. Did you actually so, say that to him? He did. Oh, God, I swear to God. After telling me today all no, this. No, but did you, say, did you say that to him? I went and take a fuck to yourself or whatever No, I didn't. I was too fit. See, that was serious. There you go. And this is what we need to. You, you should have said that because this, fellas, John is here as well. My name's Ralph Florence. Hi. This is 2022, and this is Wrestling Daft's Attitude Era has begun. Right. Well, you see, the, the, the guy the guy who done it, he's got a nickname, right? And I'm feel, every, if I say his nickname, people will realize, recognize who he is. So I'm going to change his animal ja- name. Jasper. He's, ja- he's named, Jasper. No, he's named after a, no, no a name in an animal. He's named after like a type of animal. Um, he's named after a type of animal. Aye, so Don- I'm just going Don- to call him... Donkey. I'm, no, I'm going to call him Lion, just in case. Lion Tiger. No, it's no Tiger. That is Tiger, isn't it? It's Tiger. Nice. You're Tiger. a fucking hopeless. Let me put a suit to you, Tiger. <laughs> Don't ever go and get your fucking broadband done by Tiger, by the way. Because <laughs> this guy, 
Hasn't he got a fucking clue, man? No, I'll tell you what I did, right? I'll tell you what I did, Grado. Oh, do you know what? I think he's going to end up here. Listen, now, he, he, he has tried his best, but he, that, he, he hasn't... Well, oh, I shouldn't have mentioned that anyway. No, it's too Keep late. On. You've mentioned this is Attitude Era, so it just... That we just have to let it happen. We're not cutting out. We're cutting. This is the thing with attitude here. I'm not going to get people excited about this. We're cutting nothing out for no one. Be new on. It's live. It's raw. And we're cutting nothing out. Um, so let me say that's what I would do, Grado, right? If I was you, here's what I did. So I've got these big thick walls in this house, right? Because I live, basically, it's like fucking Wayne Manor I live in, right? Where Batman lives, right? It's got big thick walls, right? And so when I get my broadband adapter I, I just use power line extenders do you know what these things are no they're amazing mate right they're amazing basically you just buy them off amazon power line extenders you just plug them into your, your sockets plug them into the sockets in the wall and what happens is that it sends a broadband through your electric wires you're joking i'm no joking i'm no That's, joking oh, you'll and, it, tell and, me. It, and it gives you brilliant signal in every room you stick one of the plugs in well, see, the thing is, I was on the phone to BT the other day, right? And the guy answered, and he had a bit of an Irish accent and that. And you know that way, I'm like... Because I'm feeling case BT turn around and go, no, you, you, no, you should, you can't do things like this. You can't get Tiger to come out and, and, and mess about with our broadband. Do you know that way? I was kind of feared to say... But I was kind of, you know, I wanted to get chatting to him. And I'm going, oh, where are you, where are you, Faye, Faye, and all the rest of it. And, he, and uh, I'm talking away, and I'm trying to get in that I'm a wrestler and that, and that I'm grade on kind of stuff. And right. then he, he's gone, oh, you're an interesting character. You're a wrestler. I used to do a bit of powerlifting. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone, oh, well, I've never really done that. He goes, if you Google me, you'll know I've never done any kind of powerlifting. And then he was talking away and all that. And I'm going, you ever heard of Finn Balor? <laughs> <laughs> I was going, never heard of him. He's my pal. <laughs> Does he? But he, he, he's, he's sending somebody out on Saturday. So hopefully this guy will come out on Saturday. Hopefully he's a big blue nose wrestling fan and he's going to help me but I've got a feeling he's going to t- take one look at it and tell me where to go see this is a thing though it's like they always tell you get these wi-fi extenders not that and all these kind of things boosters not that and I've tried all these things some of them work some of them don't some of them are a bit iffy some of them work sometimes on and off all that kind of stuff but see these power line ones stick them in the play anyway welcome to wrestling daft everybody <laughs> sorry man um some wi-fi and broadband chat but this is that actually we don't this is I, I can't say this strongly enough we don't fucking care. We don't care what you think. We don't care what anybody thinks. We'll fucking step up to anybody and tell them what we think, whether it's fucking Tiger, whether it's the fucking, the, the back room, the bookers at fucking Pro 2. I don't like how they're booking that fucking company at Pro 2, by the way. No. I don't like, I, who's got the book? Ah, big thing, we. Big uh, Logan Storm. I should have the fucking book. And this is what I'm saying. Get it fucking trending. Hashtag Grab the book at Pro 2. I'm fucking serious. Give Rab the book at Pro 2. I'll fucking book it. And then I'm we'll sure he would let you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you need to get it trending. I'm sure if uh, the you know the, the, the writer of one of the most successful Scottish, in fact, two of the most successful Scottish comedies now, See, right. actually, I can't even speak right now. Just calm down, right? Just calm down. What I'm saying is, I want the punters out there to know that we've got some great things lined up this year. Me and Grado are going to go to a Pro 2 show. We're going to go and attend it live. Um, we're not going to, like, no wrestling around like, in the audience. We're going to go as punters. We're bandanas on. We're going to go, aye, we're going to go. We are Pro 2. We'll be Pro 2. We'll take our, our, our recorders' ways, do some interviews when we're there with the, with the punters and that. 
We are going to be doing live stuff. We're going to be doing fucking all sorts. John is going to kill the Lord Provost at Glasgow. Yeah. It's all these things are going to happen this year. This is the attitude era has begun. The Rotary shut is doing. I heard that fucking Jim Carnet was trying to get a, spon- a sponsor's poll. Have you heard about this? I did hear about that, man. Platinum CBD has been on the phone to him. Carnet was on to Platinum CBD and Carnet's talking all sorts of trash about Grado, saying Grado's retired and all that. And mm-hmm. he doesn't need the money. He's retired. does all the comedy and that now. He's saying Rab Florence doesn't need the money and all that. Have you seen who he lives in and all that kind of stuff? Don't listen to Jim Carnet. We're fucking going to war warrior him, mate. We're going to war warrior him. Yep. This year, this is the year. Yep. We're taking the prisoners, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so the punters got in touch, right? Let me tell you, the punters, even though it was Christmas and New Year, and I hope you had a great Christmas and New Year, the punters got in touch. They heard it was the actual era. They wanted to get involved. Uh, so he, here they are. Uh, Omicron variant is back in touch after we asked how to pronounce his name and he said yes it's Omar boys I was famously on a run in after a prawn curry I remember that now I remember when Omar was on after a prawn you know what this is a fucking attitude that you're I can't fucking remember Omar being on <laughs> you agree, I can't remember him I can't remember it either I can't remember uh, my boy kid on I can remember I can't remember you only need to come on again and remind us who eats a prawn curry anyway I would never have a prawn curry was it no would I you bet, have a prawn curry, Cradle? Uh, I, 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 I would, mate. You know, I, a prawn curry is sometimes a bit watery. It depends where you get it, mate. I suppose it's like, if, I would get it for, like, uh, see that, what do you call that? Chaya Praya? Chaya Praya? Aye, aye, aye. Like in a deer place, I'd get it for there. But it I wouldn't get it for... It needs to be a fancy place, right? It needs to be a fancy place. It kind of like one of the kind of, the kebab shops around about here, I suppose. I wouldn't touch, I wouldn't touch a prawn. No, because it's just going to be frozen prawns, isn't it? Frozen mm. prawns get flies. Why? It's water. We know the fucking score, right? Actually, hey, Rubar, the red-nosed reindeer, says, what do you think of this as a potential match? Right? Never been more excited to see a crossover than this. Is perfect. Order versus chaos. The mega powers collide in the match of the millennium. Hyacinth Bucket meets Mr. Blobby. Hyacinth Bucket? She's still alive? That is, there a clip here? Is, there, is there a clip? No, he made this, he said a clip, but I can't find it. I oh, for fuck's oh, sake! But there was made to be a clip here. Hey, but like, was that, was hey, some fucking. She's still stop alive, the show, stop, the show, stop the show, stop the show. Right, don't stop recording, but stop the show. Right, keep 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 recording here. So right. I was listening to a Diamond Dallas Page and Jake the Snake's podcast, right, recently, right? Jake Snake got a podcast? DDP Snake Pit, it's called, right? Oh, and it's wow. DDP and Jake Snake doing a podcast together. And do you know who's do you know who's hosting it and running it? Conrad. Conrad is. Of course. How many is. fucking podcasts that guy's doing now, John? Hundreds. Eight. He's doing eight, eight podcasts. Bloody hell. And he's running a mortgage company and all. Exactly. And... This is what I'm telling you. Right. You're, what are you doing? Two podcasts and fucking George Bowie. George Bowie practically runs his cell at this point. I'm Fred McCauley as well. He's more. Uh, Fred McCauley. We just did it. We just did McCauley. Lovely old Fred. He's a pro. pro. Fred's been doing this for a million years. Fred could. Fred could produce everything. No, that's true. That's true. I think I've found a potential. What could be the clip of Hyacinth Bucket meets uh, Mr. Bobby? If we want to see it now, mate. See if John. See if this is just some porn you've downloaded. I don't know. I think it might be. Hold on. Let me see if I can share the video of Hyacinth Bouquet meeting Mr. Bo- Bobby. Let me see if we can do that. Mr. Bo- Bobby. Yeah. Bobby. Well, see why we're waiting on him loading up Mr. Bobby. If MD Ken's Tiger, please don't tell him about this podcast, man. <laughs> I can't get a super head now. 
<laughs> right, okay. This should be Hyacinth Bouquet meets Mr. Bobby. Uh, the clip that we were sent kindly by our listener. Here we are. Yes, yeah. That could be him oh. now. Oh, I'll go, I'll go. A famous actor visiting my home. I hope the neighbours are watching. <laughs> There we are. Uh, Mr. Bobby was shite, wasn't he? Listen. He was a bit shite. Stop saying things like that, right? Sorry. Stop I know it's attitude here, his... though. It's the attitude here. I'm just, you know. Stop sending his clips like that. Aye. This is a fucking serious wrestling podcast. This is about wrestling. This podcast, right? And I can't, <clears> I can't stress this strongly enough. Wrestling. Do you, do you think Bruiser Brody, when he was, when he was fucking lying, dying, in that, in that locker room back in the day, was thinking one day they'll do a podcast about this business, this fucking business I've gave my life to. And people would send in fucking videos with Hyacinth Bucket and Mr. Blobby in it. <laughs> fucking respect. Respect, respect it. <laughs> thanks to Karate Warrior 2, who's flagged <laughs> up a thread for John Jack Ken Mayer, who says, he says, there's a big gap in the market for a Royal Rumble-style darts event. Hear me out, right? 30, so this is Jack Kenmare who was saying this. 30 players are drawn out at random, bringing a few legends like Phil Taylor and Peter Manley to get nostalgia flowing. And non-dart players included for entertainment value as well. Neil Warnock, you know, Sam Allardyce, all these kind of <laughs> entrants. One and two, kick things up inside the alley pally. One leg, winner stays on. Fans don't know who will appear until their walk-on music hits. Some huge pops throughout the evening, mix it up with some outrageous entrances. Thinking Gary Anderson driving a lowrider to the hockey and a masked Rob Cross jumping out for the flare, <laughs> like prime Rey Mysterio. Jim Ross and Wayne Mardo will do the business on commentary. Winners asked to wear a Royal Rumble belt on his waist at every competition throughout the year. Take my money. That's actually a brilliant idea. That's a fucking great idea. That is a great idea, by the way. Because the darts is like a wrestling a wee bit, isn't it? It is, isn't it, man? You ever heard? You ever heard a um, Rab Fortin, the darts player? No, no, no. He's for Stevenson. Is he? Aye, he's a he's a famous darts player. So he is. In, it's funny, man. When I when I bump into him in the petrol station, all that, and I go, "Oh, here we go! Two of the biggest athletes coming out of Stevenson, eh?" Who you like, Gredo, man? Who you like? You're fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you're some man, you're nuts. <laughs> Um, get, we should get him on the show. Is he into the wrestling? I don't. I would be happy it. just to talk about darts, though. Because do you know what? It was it was years ago. I met him outside the boozer, man. I'm sure he was eating pakora as well, and he was going, "I'm a darts player." I was going, "I'm a wrestler." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "But I'm on the telly," and I'm like, "I'm on the telly today." <laughs> 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 Two big fat guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And by the way, wait, I'm just a little quick man. J- JB loves darts, right? I know I always fucking talk about Borash and I say, but JB fucking loves the darts, and it blew his mind that I knew that I knew this rap form. Pablo, Pablo's Vault of Horror pointed out that. Um, that he thinks that maybe Roman Reigns doesn't know how to cook because you got this quote for Roman Reigns where he says, we got a bunch of fast food fans and they complain that they want stories and well thought out stories to develop. 
when you start doing that for them, they want it on new. My people, I'm cooking a steak. He says, we're going to let the steak stay on the grill. If you want your cheeseburger, watch Raw, Smackdown, we do, filet mignon. It's oh, <laughs> brutal, man. After saying he's, he's been leaving the fucking steaks on the grill. What are you talking about, Roman? Listen, Roman's never had to cook a dinner in his life. Any guy that's good looking, that good looking has ever had to cook a dinner for himself in his life. Oh, what a guy, man. Um, is he all right? I he's don't good. You fucked this. I mean, that's a poor... Co- I, I see where he was trying to go with, but you don't leave a steak on a grill, do you? No, you don't make a ste- keep a steak on a grill. If you know who grill. cooks a good steak? If you watch his Instagram, Grado, Baron Corbin, you've seen some of the stuff he does. Oh, no, I've never seen that. Oh, ah, he cooks a good steak, that Is boy. Right. You're talking about how do you know he cooks good steaks? Oh, get, watch Instagram. His Instagram, Baron Corbin, all over the steaks, does it properly. He cut, I mean, if there's any other wrestlers that you think cook good steaks, let us know about it. That'd be good. <laughs> Gradle cooks a good steak. <laughs> oh, do you, do, you, do you make steaks, Rob? I, I make a decent steak, guy. I like my steak. Hey. How do you cook it? Hey, Gredo. Mind we had steaks. Oh, mind we had steaks. Oh, mind nah, we had that steaks. That was good, mate. man. That was good when we were doing Games Master. I remember when we were doing Games Master and we had some steaks, mate. I was cracking that, that was a bright night, man. Mm. I was, was it the Ivy and the Green or something like that. Aye, somewhere. See, my influencers I've seen there been there since, man. Well, nobody's ever influenced the culture as much as we did, mate. You know what I mean? And we were in there. I mean, you, you, you know. Next to the you're on the telly and all that. It's fucking cracking. Yeah, is this a new. Oh, by the way, by the way, Jeff Jarrett was talking about Grado on his latest podcast. Right, that's another thing I know, man. We don't. Uh, uh, no, see, well, you're telling it, your attitude there, we don't give a fuck. I don't want any time somebody, I mean, if, if, if Jarrett said it before, that's fine. I don't need to be, because what happens is, I've got to listen to a two and a half hour podcast for him to mention my name for 15 seconds and it's fucking sad. I mean, Have you heard that Grado? Aye, aye, he likes knocking me about. Play it. <laughs> Grado is the perfect, or, or one. he's just got a boatload of charisma and can tell a story so many different ways and engage the crowd emotionally. I love uh, beating the shit out of Grado and hitting him with the guitar. I'll say that. Who doesn't love Grado? Oh, that was his corner. But, you know, he tweeted me that. It was maybe like the 26th, 27th of December. I had just come down with COVID. So I was in a, a seven-year, six-year-old's pink room for the, the 10 days. And I remember getting tweeted that, and I thought, well, I'm going to have to fucking... He said, no, somebody else actually tweeted me, going, hey, Jeff Jarrett puts Sir Grado on his new podcast. Podcast was like two hours, 53 minutes. And I'm sitting there going, right, you'll mention me now. Right, it's right, no, nah, it might be this, but... Right, not really this, but... And then he fucking... One hour fucking... One hour 58, he says that in the last 10 seconds. I'm bastard, stop telling me that. Then I need to take the time to see what he says. You don't have to go and listen, though. Like some, sometimes people say to me, they say, Rab, somebody's wrote something about you on the toilet and in the cubicle wall and fucking Blackfriars. I don't go into Blackfriars and check that it's true, what they, say, what they wrote about me on the toilet wall. I'm not going to go in and be like that. I, I don't have a fucking four-inch wall of uh, Fincher. And then correct it. And then write in the right fucking number. I don't. Blackfriars is closed down now. Blackfriars is closed down, and uh, 
let's just say that um, I'm aware of it and there might be some interesting developments. Oh my God. So uh, let's keep going here at this point. As it's uh, the new year, we thought we would ask you for your outlandish wrestling predictions for 2022. Boomer Cannon says the Fiend is going to return at the Rumble. Oh, hot off the press. By the way, have you seen he's dropped a video? Who? The Fiend. No. It is pretty incredible. Is he cooking a steak? Right, hold on. Hold on a minute, Would you like to see it? Hold on a minute. Is it incredible? Hold on a minute. It is pretty amazing. We've got you here because this is beautiful. Listeners, this is the Attitude Era. You're listening to us right now. John has just said that The Fiend, that Bray Wyatt has dropped a video that is incredible, and I am going to watch it live. There's going to be a live reaction here to this video. Will I just look at it and watch it at this end, or have you seen it, Grady? I, I'll, if you've not... No, no, I'll watch it at this end, because I don't... I'll, I'll get it up, hold on. Right, hold on. John's going to get it up for us. I'm... Let's see, then. I'm excited about this. Did you think I could just let this all go? Are you scared of being alone? He looked the devil straight in the eyes. And I gave him the truth. Did you notice, Rob? There's a wee poster. kind of match. There's a match poster. It looks like it looks like Bray Wyatt versus Sakiba Lee at Pro Two the Bim Station in Irving. <laughs> <laughs> what does it say at the end? It goes bump. No, but CBD positive. It did look it, like. Um, it's, do you know what? Do you know what the the posters for? Uh, someone screen grabbed this for WrestleFest. WrestleFest uh, is Adam Sher, which is obviously Braun Strowman, and Eric Redbeard, which is obviously Rowan versus Billy Ray and Enzo. So that's the kind of screen uh, grab at the end there. So he's going to be obviously involved in that. Shit, man. So, t- so basically, the AEW don't want him. That's, that'll be that then, isn't it? Really? I don't know. Because this is... you got anything with your big return for a, a match at Comic-Con? Basically, is that what it is? Comic-Con? No, Comic-Con. WrestleCon. WrestleFest. Well, By the way, Ski Belize's wrestle. Right, cool. Yeah. I thought it was really cool, though. It was nah. cool, man. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that was great. That video. Nah. I feel as if we've seen all this fucking before, man. I, mean, I tell you that last year. Do, 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 do. Ah, spooky. I know. Remember that Tommy End one last year as well? You can't let me go. Psychics. I know. It's all the same shit every time, isn't it? You can't stop me from being who I want to be. I created a monster. I should have kept it inside. I am. I should have. They should have. I should have. Ripped off that Australian guy. Remember him, the attack by the dogs, and they came <laughs> bounding over. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of be fucked with that man. Imagine, you know, I just come on now. Come on now. We're following the lineage of of, of some of the greats. You know what I mean here, Credo. All your fucking promo videos are better than that. <laughs> because they're real, there's character, there's hangmates. Just 
Come on, enough with the masks and enough with the fucking. All right, you've got a drone to fly you some fucking landscape. Aye. You can buy a drone off Amazon for fucking hundred and fifty quid. He's fucking peace. And it's it's, ob- it's obviously always like, it's, it must be like a, a pally a pal that's at university and all that, and it's like <laughs> he's got a good camera and that, and it really. It's like big man, I've got a rubber goat seed. If you are to wear that, I've got a rubber Vegas. goat seed <laughs> and go blap. <laughs> So, anyway, that was that. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Hez Rasta predicts that WWE is going to get watchable again. Neil says, I don't really believe this, but you wanted out Landis, so Triple H is going to be all elite. No, it's not going to happen. Rico says, Triple H to Ring of Honor. Come on. Pablo Five says, Johnny Knoxville will have the best celebrity match in 2022. Indeed. Uh, I'm going to blow you away here, actually, boys. I'm going to say that if I was a WWE, right, I would have Johnny Knoxville win the Royal Rumble. Mm. <laughs> I'm well, you serious. Know why fucking no at this point? Why no? Mm. Rab, it's funny you say that, right? Because see, when I saw that promo video they put on Twitter, I'm going, oh, geese peace, right? But when I actually looked into the, the trailer for the new Jackass film, and like, I don't know about you, but Jackass, I like Jackass when I was young, and I forgot that I liked it. And it, I quite like all that. I quite I like all that. Jackass. I, I love Jackass. I love all the films. I love everything about Jackass. Jackass is still super over. It's going to make a fortune when that film comes out. I tell you, it's going to make a fucking fortune, that film, when it comes out. And it's still cool, Jackass, as well. You know what I mean? Well, it's I think like, it's because I never... And I a steve podcast with the guy that directs it. What's his name again? You can all that shit. Oh, but the guy that directs it is called... Jeff. Jeff Trezier. Ah. Jeff Brazenin or something like that. Jeff Brazier. That's <laughs> it, no. So but Jeff Tremaine think, Jeff yeah. Tremaine is the guy that directs it Jeff Tremaine do you not think though Johnny Knoxville like, and they're all they're all they're all getting on a bit now why just Johnny Knoxville Johnny Knoxville must be 50 now is he I think he's probably late 40s let me check what 50 he's 50, 50 yes 50. Bang, on, bang on 50 do you not think a 50 year old like stapling their balls to their leg or whatever is you know it's hard. It's funny that they're older. <laughs> Jake, it's funny that they're older. Why should we stop stapling our boys to our legs just when we're 50? Are you saying to me that I'm I'm in six years' time, I won't be able to staple my boys to my legs anymore? I don't think you'd want to. When you're 50, you can't be arsed. I mean, in your 20s, you're up for doing all that mad shit and all that. But then you get to your 40s and you're just like... But what else is he going to do? Mate, I, I'm nearly 50 and I'm doing a podcast about fucking wrestling. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> uh, Alex says Braun Brecker's going to become Universal Champion. That's not outlandish, I don't think. Kev says WWE will be sold to Disney. Listen, WWE being sold to somebody could be could be coming down the line. Uh, and Sean says WWE will not release a single superstar. AEW <laughs> uh, won't give Cody another title. <laughs> Keep Brandy off TV. <laughs> Paul Hall says Bret Hart was on a Canadian radio show recently and he said the following. He says... Uh, Candidate Bret Hart. When you look back today, <laughs> they don't uh, wrestle. Like Hulk, they don't wrestle like Hulk Hogan anymore. They wrestle like Bret Hart. That's ah, not like him. Wrestling's all about action and speed and, and telling a story. And I think that's that's where that's where I came in. That was Bell. That's what he kind of talks like, didn't he? He's kind of slow. You know when you. When they stopped all the boys smoking, Rowan. stopped the boys from smoking weed. You know, I said, I said, you know, I, I said, um, 
That's, that's, a, bad, that's a bad idea. You know, they're, they're going to be, because when you smoke weed, you go back to your hotel room. You, I can't fucking do it. Sorry. No, that was good. You I'd like to apologise to Bret Hart fans. Do you agree with them, or do you believe there's a place in wrestling today for someone to style themselves after Hulk Hogan and be a success? Fucking hope so. I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. What we need to know is mere guys, genuinely, and I genuinely believe this, what we need to know the new is mere guys who genuinely they wrestle that style like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. What about Waller? What about Waller? He's like he wrestles that kind of style, doesn't he? Big... <laughs> Waller wrestles like Hulk Hogan. Nah, but right, right that... Uh, listen, see all the listeners are wrestling daft. Write down so you don't forget that one day on Wrestling Daft, John says that Walter wrestles like Hulk no, Hogan. No, but that kind of slow, cumbersome 80s style, that's how Walter wrestles, isn't it? Oh, fucking John, that's why a lot of shit you're talking about. If you want to get in touch with us about any of that shit that John just said, or just random wrestling-related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Now, every week we separate the parties for the work events. Very good, Grado. Uh, John, sorry, I was giving Grado the credit for something John did there. As we ask you to bury and put over stuff from the wrestling. No, I am going to be honest. It's that attitude era. I'm going to be honest. I've I've not seen anything. I've not seen anything. I, I'm still in New Year mode a wee bit. I've not had a chance to catch up with the wrestling. I'm going to start this weekend, though, obviously, now that Newbury Wyatt's back. Um, Grado, you, uh, have you, what, have you seen anything? Um, I've seen stuff before Christmas though. Can I, am I allowed to put over what I saw over the break? Yeah. No. No. Oh, right. Okay. Jade Cargill, man. Oh yeah, winning the the championship. Yeah, and just and I saw that forty as well. It was a forty online of Jade Cargill with her daughter. Oh, you know she did that after she went after the cameras stopped. After rolling. hanging, yeah, she had her daughter yeah, on yeah. it, and I was just thinking. I was just, it was particularly when I saw that photo, I thought, she's a fucking star, man. She's like such yeah. a star. And she has been since she first popped up. So that's what I'm putting over. I'm putting over Jade Cargill because she's just, it's just exciting, isn't it? Um, Grado, nothing. Let's see what the punters are saying. Kev wants to put over Mickey James in on the Royal Rumble as Impact Knockout Champion. Grado, did you see this? Mickey James is in the Royal Rumble. However, she's going to be in the Royal Rumble with that Impact belt. What do you feel about that? I feel as if Scott Damore. I don't, and everybody else at Impact, obviously Impact knows what it used to be when I was there and that, but it's obviously, they've, they've no, you're meant to fucking, if WWE are gonna take your talent and say on Twitter, Impact Wrestling Champion, Knockout Champions come to the Rumble, fucking tag the Twitter account. I mean, it's just taking the piss out of them already. Well, this is the thing. I was curious when I saw that because I thought to myself, what's happened there? Have they went, have WWE went, look, we'll have her on the show. We want her on the show. We'll have her on there with it. Now, I'm curious to see whether she'll come out with a belt on. This is I, going I to don't be... think she will. Nah. I, 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 mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it might be changed days, but I can't see them coming out with a belt or even mentioning that she's Impact. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, just... I think because no, I think because they've mentioned on Twitter that she's Impact champion. I think they'll mention that in commentary. But it's whether she comes out with the belt. And I think always WWE have went no, we're not tagging an external account like that. But dude, I, I, I'm I, trying to think to the Rumble. Do belt holders normally come out with the belt at the Rumble anyway? No, they don't. I don't think they do. Do they? No, nah, they don't. Right, John, never mind details. Right, Sorry. no interest in details like that. Uh, the other thing is as well, right, to be fair, WWE is a big, big company, right, with a lot of shareholders and all that kind of stuff. They kind of be tagging Impact Wrestling in a tweet because for all you know, like, 
the Impact Wrestling Twitter account is probably just run by some guy in a trailer, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he could just get pissed one night and come home and start tweeting all sorts of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? The WWE have tagged it. I absolutely. I mean, is, how many followers Impact? Something like 270 or something. <laughs> Right, spray paint Scott's putting over Scotty Two Hotties return to wrestling. It was great to see. Also, Jeff Jarrett is looking cool as fuck all in black on the same show, wrapping a guitar around FEC. Barry himself for missing the show the last few weeks. Always a great laugh listening to you guys. You see Jarrett's new kind of man in black, kind of Johnny hey. Cash style. Ah, hey. Never count out old Double J. I'll tell you what, never count that. I'll tell you what, never count that old cunt out. I'll tell you. You fucking just think when he's back, podcast. Next minute he's tweeting for fucking Tranmere Rovers or the progress. Never count out all double J. That's all I'm gonna say. Do you think in Conrad's and uh, Jeff Jarrett's podcast will be playing this clip back? Never count that. <laughs> never, never count that old cut. <laughs> oh wow! Listen, well listen, uh, Greeno's got something to say back to you here, Jeff. <laughs> never count that old cut. That's all I'm gonna say. See if I was Jeff Jarrett, right? Here's see that man in black look that he's got and all that kind of stuff, right? I would have him just how how amazing would it be just see him like no even really cutting promos, just like occasionally saying a few words, not just saying like before he rides off into the sunset, he's got a few scores to settle and just kind of turning up and fucking rattling guys with a guitar and all that. It'd be fucking brilliant, wouldn't it? He just make big money just doing that. And this is the thing as well. I would say, see if I was see if I was in Jeff Jarrett's ear now, I would say to him. Fucking never bump, never ever bump again. You never need to bump again. All you need to do is turn up with your coat and all that. Fucking rattle somebody with a few punches, hit them with a head with a guitar, leave, pick up your paycheck. Because he's got, he's he's just, he's a smart guy, Jeff Jarrett, because he's, you know, he's came out of a, a couple of big, um, a couple of big kind of stories in wrestling, right? A story in WWF, story in WWE, story with TNA. And he's came out all of that, and he's he's kind of came out all smelling smelling of roses in a way, isn't he? You know what I mean? He's like, he always lands on his feet. Double J. Um, I just like the thought of him just turning up in places and rattling. It's always fun getting hit with a guitar. I would love to get hello, Granny. <laughs> just fun to say that, isn't it? Hello, Granny. <laughs> Jimmy in Germany wants to bury Regal, Road Dog, etc. Getting released, right? Right, come on now. Uh, let's talk about this. It's attitude era. Redo, we're talking, right? We're talking, we're talking. He, give me the menu for this show. What have we got? We've got fucking burying and put over. We've got the list of the fucking best. Like, let's let's go half piste here. Hey, Grado. So I, what? so I was I was in my bed, right, beside my beside my beautiful wife, and the news broke that Regal had been released. And I was in the wrestling daft WhatsApp and I was like, that's a shock, isn't it? Regal getting released, man. I mean, why would you release him and all that? And then, and Gredo, what did you say? I never said nothing. <laughs> I never said, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to. What are you trying to, listen, what are you trying to protect now? The guy's out. Well, look. what is your feeling? What is your gut feeling? You don't need to be completely. Open, but right. Well, will I put any words in a sense? What is? Do you have? Do you have a feeling? Nah, that just. Do you have a uh, feeling he wasn't a fan of your work? No, I know, well, I know he wasn't. It doesn't. I know he wasn't. But see, the end of the day, I look back, and he gave 
I look back to emails for 2015 when I was pestering them and watch my match, watch my match, uh, you know, and and he, he screeds and screeds and screeds of stuff, man. Not very much positive stuff, mind you, but I mean, it was screeds and screeds. Overall, your work needs a lot of, needs a lot of work. Your needs a lot of work, your work. And I agreed with everything he says. I do agree with him. I don't have, I don't have a bad word to say because he's gave my pals jobs. He's gave them somewhere where they, they don't need to work through the week, Monday to Friday, and they've set something up where they can, you know, they've got contracts in WWE UK. <clears throat> Obviously, I don't know, man. Gredo, you're trying to be too, right, Big Sexy, right? Let's talk about Big Sexy Kevin Nash. I like to think about him sometimes because I kind of feel that like Big Sexy Kevin Nash is an example of how how a wrestler can reflect on he, on moments in his career because because Kevin Nash is a guy I think he's great right I love Kevin Nash I think he's a big you don't find many people that have got a bad word to say about Kevin Nash by the way right but Kevin mm. Nash will say right that this is a business and you might have friends and all that kind of stuff and you're happy for your friends and all that but ultimately what you care about in this business and this was what makes you a successful professional wrestler is you care about your fucking self the contracts you sign the money you make you care about number one. Kevin Nash has always had that philosophy and nobody thinks badly of him because of it, you know what I mean? I think it's totally Aye, fair for a, you to kind of go... No, it's, no man, but there's a difference, man. Because you get these folk that, you know, that moaned that they never got a show and all this and they were bitter and this guy's a piece of shit. And you just look at them and you go, well, that's pathetic because it's your own fault. Don't blame other folk for no getting to where you maybe wanted to have got to. There's no point. Uh... But this isn't just about you, Credo. This isn't just about you because I genuinely think, and again, I'm not just saying this because you're my pal, but I genuinely think that it damaged the legitimacy at NXT UK, the fact that you were near there. All right. Well, I mean, that's... Like, genuinely, that's... Like, I genuinely think that as a neutral, as a, as a, how can you set up an NXT UK which is meant to be like, you know, this is this is the best in the UK and all that, and then, and then that guy's no there. Like, it completely shatters the legitimacy of it. So... I think it's fair to kind of go, because I'd never really considered that in the past when I thought about it. I can't, I never really thought, why is Regal not on the phone to Gredo? Because I would imagine you you would be everything that Regal would like. He loves comedy. He loves character. He loves promo. He loves all that. It just seems bizarre to me that he never, you know, he never made that call. I, I, think, it, I think it hurt NXT UK because I think NXT UK, no harm to anybody who has... In, who is in NXT UK or has ever moved through it, but I think it, had, it lacked star power. No, I, I do agree. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great wrestling product if you love watching great straight wrestling up wrestling. Product, but you're right, in terms of characters, I mean, I'm not just saying this as well, but my pals, but Joe's a great character, Norm's a great character, Shah's a great character, but other than that, there's, there's, there's not much else for, especially for like Wayne's to try to, you know, watch the show and get get behind somebody. I don't think they've got that compared to probably what they could have. I know they've... I don't know, mate. I don't know. It's, you know... But it just, you know, it's just something that I've always... I suppose it's just something that I've never really properly considered. And it was only that night when I kind of says to you, oh, that's bad about Rigo, and that's a kind of shock and stuff like that. And then I thought to myself, maybe that's a bit kind of fucking insensitive of me going like that to Grado because... You know, really, when you think about it, probably a major person who was stunning in the way of you getting into NXT UK probably was him. So, so you know, it wasn't that, you know, it kind of put you on the spot a wee bit because you're going, ah, it's a shame. But, you know, I mean, I, I didn't have the fall. That's just like the way the life works. At the end of the day, what they look for 
what they were looking for for that wasn't me, and I, and I totally get it. And I have had my fun wrestling of managed today more than I ever thought that I'd ever be able to do in wrestling, go to travel the world, earn money out of it, and, you know, enjoy myself and just have the best years of my life. And it's sometimes quite, I mean, I, I see that, the, the tweet that somebody had put in December that remember somebody had wrote about, oh, Grado had the right idea, going and slight fire to the scene or whatever, now he's doing fucking comedy on the telly, which it is true, but that makes me think, what is that? I don't know, what did I do? Is that, is that it? Bye, I've got to come back. I've got all these promoters asking me, everybody's gone, you, have you fell out with me? Have you fell out with me? I've got massive calls. I don't know where, when to start wrestling now. I don't know where to wait today. I don't know what's next. And I want to do something. I just don't know exactly what it is. I'm going off on a different tangent now, but aye. Keep your powder dry. Keep your powder dry. Keep your powder dry. Rico wants to put our Cody winning the TNT title. Cody's built for that title, he says. Looking forward to more open challenges and whatnot. Uh, Giza Gobbledygooker wants to put over a great impact pay-per-view. Nice to see Ring of Honor Invasion. Also loving Brock Lesnar, who's been excellent on the mic. And wants to bury the Nicky Storm heel turn. Just seems like a knee-jerk reaction. Uh, Oswald Wright wants to put over Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Lucha Brothers tag title match in AEW. What an entrance tune Tarzan Boy is. It's, it's true. Johnny Hare wants, he likes pretty much everything AEW is doing right now. Only one Tony can, he says. And he wants to bury himself uh, getting food poisoning on Boxing Day and missing New Year. Bro, oh, Willie Jakes here. wants to put over Impact Hard to Kill pay-per-view. Tremendous show for top to bottom. Uh, Bronze Cello wants to put over the main event of day one and the continuation of the Brock versus Roman storyline. Uh, speaking of Roman, I'm breaking character after a house show and telling the fans to stay safe as the pandemic continues. What a class act. I love Roman. Omar Cron variant says wants to put over Hook. It's continuing to make him question his sexuality and wants to bury <laughs> fans calling Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega has been getting a bit of a battering after the worst elements of, of the internet. Yeah, I don't That's know just ridiculous, man. I'm Cornette fans, uh, primarily. <sighs> Emma Louise. I mean, I saw that. That's just Jim Carnet fans, the scum of the earth. Um, Emma Louise uh, wants to put over Brock Lesnar, who seems to be killing it just now. Also, the fact that Ray Phoenix is literally a superhuman after no breaking anything in the match against Jurassic Express. He's amazing. Okay, and wants to bury all the releases. There's one thing just before we go, you missed it out, but I'm uh, not no trying to bury you, Rab, but it's a good point about how the WWE announcing the, 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 you know, the, the, the surprise entrance. Yep. Fucking don't announce it. Well, I, but then, um, I wasn't wanting to read that one out because I wasn't sure. Um, and when it comes to Royal Rumble time, I'm never sure that you're not going to be in it, Grado. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's laughing, not at See, this is a hanging American. Uh, hey. American hang hey. all the way, hey. 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 Come on. He's like, oh, my internet's no great. My internet's no great. No, no. He's kind of saying, oh, hitting out with that stuff. And I'm going, I'm thinking to myself, I'm looking at where he is the new, and I'm going, that looks like a fucking hotel room in America. That looks like Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Are you in a room in Titan Towers? <laughs> With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 
Now it's the part of the show where we invite you, the listeners, to do a run-in. Come on and give us your thoughts and opinions on wrestling or just talk nonsense and make me second run-in. We thought it was time to talk to him all the way from Dan Under. Well, down in our old Australia, New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand. One of the two. It's Daniel Hubble, the human telescope himself, is joining us. Uh, how you doing? Look at that weather, by the way. Well, it looks roasting. Well, you just connecting the audio here as we speak, but we can see that Dan has a beautiful blue sky behind him. Explain to me, how is it possible that it's sunny where you are? What's happening? I'm living in the future. He's in the future. It's, it's all warmed up. It looks beautiful. This is why global warming is a good thing. Right, what is what is the deal then with that blue sky? Like, what what is it? Is it warm today? It's twenty three at six forty six in the morning. Oh, oh fucking God. hell, man! Jesus. Any any tarantulas here? No, we have redbacks. Really? Redbacks are really tiny spiders, but they can paralyze you once they bite you. <gasps> Fuck that, man! No way, mate. Right, listen. Yeah, to what what town or city is it you're fair again? I'm in Brisbane at the moment. Last time I was, the last time I spoke to you, I was in Newcastle. you was Australian. Brisbane, mate. Weather. I want to just see. Yeah, I'm not a Kiwi. Great. I want to see how your days. Oh, uh, sorry. Did you? Did I say that last time? Yeah, it's like uh, calling you English. So it's going, to, it's going to be sorry. a high of a. There's going to be a high of 27 degrees. Holy fuck! Today for you, Dan. Um, mm-hmm. and let me just check. So you've got a higher 27, and let me just check what I'm looking forward to. Um, let's see. So a higher 27 for you, and uh, not too bad, actually. A high of 8, no, 9 for me. Oh, nice. Well, here, come on. We've got an Australian on the show. The big news has ravaged the world. Tell us your thoughts. Would you think of Boris Johnson's apology? <laughs> I, I had a, I haven't had a chance to read that. I've only been up an hour, but I can guarantee it's not going to be interesting. It's not going to be good. Yeah. Based anyway. on, based on based on what he said yesterday when he was like, "Oh, it's under investigation," then had a bit of a laugh, and then. So you even see that? I mean, I was only like, "Does that come up on your news channels earlier about Boris Johnson?" But my dad's English as well, so oh, and he lives in he lives in Birmingham, so I keep up to date with as much as I can. You know, so tell, like, tell us about the Djokovic thing, though. Tell us about the tennis situation. Yeah. What's your What's your perspective on that? I mean, both sides are shit. You know, like both sides are shit. He did the wrong thing. The country did the wrong thing. But it's a big diversion, like in the media. It's a big diversion because they've just handled the pandemic completely wrong again. You know, like we get everything done, and then something happens, and then we get something else done, and then something else happens, and then. The media choose to pick up something else when realistically it's our prime minister and a couple of the state premiers who have made all the mistakes. You know, like it could be could have been dealt with a, a lot easier than what it was. And he he he's come out this morning, I think, and said, "Oh yeah, I've done the wrong thing. I, I actually turned turned up to a um an event when I knew I was right. positive and saw kids." And I mean, like if you're doing that, you're already doing shady business, right? You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'm not one to sort of sit there and I don't really particularly like our uh, current government and their um, the border force and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Uh, so it's like you're almost playing catch-22 between the two where you're going, oh, I like you. It's it's not left or right in this situation. You, oh, yeah. I'm generally are, a centre anyway. Are you, are you still pissed off for the time that they never let Chris Hero into the country? Remember that? <laughs> you remember that? Did you ever I, see that episode? I didn't. 
Have you ever seen this? No, what it's happened? Dude. Right, no. you know how you get, um, what, do, what do you call the Australian programme? Where they don't let them in the country. Border immigration. Yeah, border immigration. Aye. Aye. There's, a, there's an episode where Chris Hero turns up in Australia and he gets like taken away and all that and interviewed and and Chris Hero's like saying that he's not going to get paid when he's out the wrestle, he's out there, he's trained folk and all that. It's yeah, fucking, yeah. aye. I'm surprised you haven't heard of that one. Well, but Australia oh. takes some of this stuff quite seriously though, didn't they, Dan? I mean, they're quite, like the, the situation, yeah. remember with Johnny Depp with a, with a dog and the quarantine pistol thing and, pistol and all and that. Boo. Yeah, man, pistol and boo. Yeah, I remember that completely. Um, but the thing is, at that point, our immigration minister, like, again, it's one of those things where our politicians do the right thing, like when it comes to stuff like that. But their actual other side of the house is completely wrong, and you're just like, oh, I don't want to take your side on this because you're an asshole. But you know, you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as that border immigration goes, like back in the day when I was DJing, like all the DJs used to come through with record bags and go, "No, I'm not getting paid. I'm not getting paid." And I'm like, "You dickhead, don't do that sort of shit." Like. I just admit aye, it. Aye, aye, just be honest. Visa. Just get the, the thing is, the problem here is, and this is what happens a lot, is people come on um, 12-month working visas and never leave. Well, I, I mean, I don't know what the deal is. My wife lived in Australia for, for like, I don't know how long she lived in Australia. Three years, maybe? She lived in Australia, maybe yeah. as long as that. Um, you know, and I think it was one of the things where... I don't know. They, there's things they keep. They, there's things you can do to get another permit for another six months. Like she was working like fruit picking and stuff like that. And and that's a big industry here. Like and that, that's gone to shit because we haven't got any backpackers at the moment, right? So we haven't yeah. got anyone who's coming into the country and doing that sort of stuff. And no one wants to do that job. So you know, it's kind of like uh, America and the Mexicans. You know, like the same thing. Well, yeah. The industry is held up by immigrants, right? And no one wants to, um, no one wants to admit that. And no one, everyone's, like, oh, they're taking our jobs, but they're not jobs that general people want to do. Yeah, because yeah. that's, that's, that's yeah. what my, my wife said when she was doing that stuff. She said it was it was all backpackers. It was all like people yeah. like her who were all working apples, there. Not, not. Yeah, like yeah, just great. picking fruit every day. And I, I never realised how like extreme like the border was. It wasn't until I, I had um, Dingles Down Under with DVD. It was an Emmerdale Dale special. And Zach Dingle tried to get in the country with a bag of sausages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ever see that? No, you ever see that, Dan? No, no I buy security pretty full on. Like we, that, it's the same with COVID. We literally just close the border. You can't get in type stuff, you know, um, only special case. But, you know, we've got like that border, when you watch the border force and you've got people coming in with like dried beetles and that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, we can't even go to certain, like, I can't take fruit from my state back to my home state because the home state I'm, the home state that I'm at has completely obliterated fruit fly and it fruits the big industry there. So you can't even take fruit across the border. Even You, you know, like, so you're driving along, they've got border checks at every border where wow. they literally open the car up and look for food stuff. I mean, Hang that tangerine! Hang that tangerine! <laughs> <laughs> because can, I just that... switch, can I just switch it to wrestling now? Because Dan can give us... <laughs> why? why Why? are you switching oh, so, Sorry, because it's a, you know, a wrestling podcast. Dan is a big fan of New Japan. Uh, wrestle Kingdom was on there, Dan. What did you make of it? Um, to be fair, I haven't watched, I've watched Wrestle Kingdom, but I haven't watched Wrestle uh, New Japan for about six months. So I just lost interest because of AEW generally. But then the chat on the Discord literally got me into thinking I'll go watch that. And, um, I watched night, night one, um, the day after and I watched night two live. Um, it was bloat, both were bloated. I thought they could have made it one night. They could have got rid of probably six or seven of the, like the, the 
tags and all that sort of stuff. There were some absolutely amazing matches, like uh, Desperado and Hiromu had the, 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 the junior heavyweight title, which is great. Osprey and Okada was brilliant. Naito and Cobb was good. Uh, Cobb's always good, though. He's just a big hard-hitting lad in the evening. Uh, Shingo, Shingo and Okada on the first night was good as well. I mean, there was definitely good good parts to it, but it's just kind of lost its luster a little bit. Like, just, we're just seeing the same matches again. Um, uh, and right, have, if I can just move things back to frogs and toads. <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember somebody, I think it may have been my wife actually told me a story that at some point in Australia, to get rid of some kind of insect or something, they, they brought in a whole load of toads or frogs or something. Yeah, they're barley now. They're called cane toads. They're and, called and, and there's loads of these toads. Yep. So and they're poison. They're in, my back, they're in my back garden. Like now, I'll cut the lawn every now and then in the long grass. Like the thing is, I've got to keep my dogs away from them because they're, they're toxic. And that's the thing. It's like they're a problem now, aren't they? They've they've become a problem now. These toads that the Australians brought in to deal with another problem. I've injected a lethal dose of poison. Well, remember, um, remember uh, the Simpsons episode where they come to Australia? Huh? No, I know. Oh, the, well, in the same episode, Bart brings, Bart brings a frog to, uh, and they're parodying that. Bart brings. A ah, frog right, right. It's about that. It's about the toads, right? Yeah. Kind of about, it's kind of about that. It brings his frog leaves at the border, and it's all about biosecurity, which, what we've been talking about. I would love to bring. I would love to go to Australia one day. I, I will need to. I will need to actually go to Australia one day because Jen would love to go back. So I think definitely some point. And everybody, this is the thing as well. I'm sure I said this the last time you were on, but everybody I've ever known who's been to Australia or say, "Oh, it's fucking brilliant, man! It's brilliant." The thing is, it's diverse, right? There's like everything. Uh, it's such a big continent. It's a continent, right? So we've got. Mm. You know, you go south and it's cold, and you got mountains, and you got snow in the winter, and you go north where I am, and it's like tropical. You got rainforests. You got. You know, your Wi-Fi is good. Ah, it's all right. <laughs> Do you know a guy called Tiger Dan? Tiger will sort out. Tiger will sort out Wi-Fi. Tiger obviously didn't do Dan's Wi-Fi. Listen, Dan, have a have a happy, happy new year. It's so good to see you again. Please do continue. What? How hot is it in the summer? Like, oh fuck! So what am I talking about, man? It is the summer. Ah, it's Christmas early, isn't it? Oh yeah. Um. Well, where I am, generally it's sort of twenty-seven every day of the year. Every day of the year, it's twenty-seven. You ever seen snow? You ever seen snow? I have, yeah. I've been. Oh, that's what I said. Australia's got snow. I've been snowboarding down in um down in New South Wales and Victoria before. Okay. Do you like the but, heat uh, every day, Dan? Do you like the heat every day, or is it too much? It's better than it pissing down with rain every day, isn't it? Oh, well, do you need wear right, right. do, do you need wear sun tan lotion? Do you need wear sun tan lotion every day? Um, no. I, you got accustomed to it when you when you're a kid. You got a baseline tan. Well, I had a pool in the back garden when I was a kid, so I literally was like always tan and whatever. But where I'm from in Adelaide, which is down south, like right down the bottom of the country, it's literally it gets to sort of in the in the summer. I remember remember times when it was forty degrees, a lot. Wow! Have you, you got big white arms? Have you got big white arms? I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dan, thanks so much for coming. We'll get you back on again because it's always nice having an update from down under. It's always good. Thanks so much for coming on, man, and have a great 2022. You too. Hey. Thanks for the community. You sorted out. It's been good. Oh, yeah, thanks man. very much. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. See you later, buddy. Bye now. Bye-bye. See you later, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, that mate. I'm kidding on. I'm kidding on. I took it too far. Took it too far. Sorry. If you want to be on the run in, your best bet is to sign up to our Patreon. There's a World Heavyweight Champs get first dibs, IC Champs get second, Cruiserweight Champions get third. That's how it'd be part of our team. Is that cheeky doing that to me? Sure, yeah, you want to pay? Of course that is. Would you like it if somebody came on and did that to you? All right, cheerio then, pal. Cheerio then. Oh, you're right. That would be that would be fucking annoying. If an American guy or something was, Aye. thanks guys for having me on the show. Cheerio, new Greedo. That'd be fucking annoying, wouldn't it? Exactly. Get on oh, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. You just made the list! At this time of year, everybody has a list of resolutions, but the only list that matters is the list of wrestling daft. We never get the chance to do this on the last show of the year, so uh, this is what we wanted you to tell us. What was the best match of 2021? Uh, so the partners have been getting in touch about that. Great. was there anything you want to give a shout out to for the best matches of 2021? Can I think, man? No, uh, it was a uh, good at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Bianca Belair, the Bianca Belair Sasha yeah, that match one. at WrestleMania was very, one. I have to say. That yeah, well, that's your favourite, John? Uh, no, year. it was up there. I think I've got to go for the cage match between um, the Bucks the and Bucks. the Bucks and the Witcher Brothers. I think that was unbelievable. Oh, I quite liked one of the matches. Uh, I quite liked Dean Ambrose versus Eddie Kingston. This is one of the Hornfair matches I watched. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> what? Well, you're not supposed to shit on my list. Oh, sorry. Don't shit on my list. That's probably my favourite match. That's your favourite match? I last, last year. Of the whole lot? But I, you know, I didn't catch quite a lot of this one. Um, no, I know a lot of people loved... There was a lot of people that loved Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. What about Walter versus Dragonoff 2? That was Aye, last man. year. I saw Hogan Warrior. <laughs> that, was a, that was an absolute belter. And uh, I mean, Walter, did, he, did, he also fought uh, Brampage, didn't he? That was a cracking match and all. It's a cracker! It was. That was good as well. Rab, are you, nope. are, you, are you looking for time here to decide your top three? No, I was just thinking about if there's anything I could swap in because Grado has kind of um, has kind of knocked one of mine. Um, right, okay. So I'll, right, give cool. my, I'll give you my list of now. My number three is uh, going to be uh, Miro and Eddie Kingston all out 2021. <laughs> which I think is one you've all forgotten about. Uh, which is just... Two of my favourite guys, uh, together knocking, knocking seven shades of shit out of each other. I really liked that match. Um, my number two is a match that I, another match that I think a lot of you might have forgotten, but it was Brian Danielson versus Dustin Rhodes. Oh, do you remember this? It was on an episode of Dynamite. Um. And I'm a big fan of, I'm a big fan of Dustin Rhodes hanging in uh, at 52 years old, or 51, 52 years old, Dustin is, um, hanging in there. And that was like, you know, Brian Danielson kind of back in the back, back, back in the game. And it was just, it had a, a lot, just a lot of story there. And it was just a great match between two, um, two fantastic wrestlers. I know you gave a shout out, John, to the, 
uh, the time limit draw, but I do love that, but it's just the time limit draw is just um, the, the hangman. And Danielson, it's just no for me. And then number one, there's no argument. I don't think it's that Young Bucks tag match. Um, all out 2021 as well. The Young Bucks tag yeah. match was just... Oh, no, great. Oh, it was brilliant. I'm not even into that kind of match. Really, you know what I mean? I'm kind of not even really into that kind of match. But see, when you see that, you just fucking need to throw your horns up. So my top three were for AEW because I was an AEW guy this year. Thing, things can change. Let's see what the punters are saying. Um, Stevie says any Brian Danielson match, but overall they'd go with Omega versus Danielson. Kev is going for Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens at the Royal Rumble or Johnny Gargano versus Kushida at St. Valentine's Day. Oh, that is a good one. The Wait, one, say it again. Johnny Gargano versus Kushida at St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Alright. Uh, so Digby Chicken Caesar says Hangman versus Darby um, versus MJF. Uh, Hangman versus Brian. Darby versus MJF. Can he split the two of them? Both beautiful examples of modern pro wrestling at its best. Harry says Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks all out through a shadow of a doubt for me. Um, I, I mean, I just have to agree. I remember when that match started, I was like, ah, nah, this, this isn't going to be for me, this. And I was like, out my chair at the end. I was out my chair. Um, librarian says three, Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers, cage match all out. Two, Roman Reigns versus John Cena at SummerSlam, or this SummerSlam, as Bret Hart calls it. And number one, Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega on Dynamite. David says Darby versus MGF, Omega versus Danielson, Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker, also a good one. You know, Bob says King of Insanity match, absolutely brilliant. I was, I can't even say I was a fan of that, but I know some people like that kind of thing. And Brian says Brian, Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. The match delivered, but just to encapsulate the year, a match you never thought you'd ever see, just popping up for free on YouTube, just because WWE wanted to load up a SmackDown for a night. Max saying it wasn't match of the year for most, but I really enjoyed the Brock and Reigns match at the Saudi show. Was that already happened then? Uh, no, that was. Earlier this year, right? Towards yeah, the start it was. Yeah, yep, yeah, that was it. That was. I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like it's um, you know, obviously we need to fucking watch more stuff, but but there was just there's no many great. I definitely feel like the WWE, as an example, didn't have any standout amazing matches, did it? Really? Oh, look at that list. Nobody's when have you ever seen that? Yeah, in years gone by. Hmm. Yeah, there was a lack of standout ones. Anyway, yeah. So hopefully this year will be a better, a better year on that front. Now, there's loads more content at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft, bonus episodes, extra content, our community exists there, and now you can get involved in our Discord as well, chat to us, chat to the rest of the community, sign up to one of your tiers at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft, if you fancy that, if you fancy the sound of that, if you want to help us out, you want to keep the show going, you want to keep it rolling, get it stronger, strength to strength, sign up now at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft, as we'd love to welcome you to the roster. <laughs> So this is going to be one of our last road stories. We are going to be shaking the format of the show up soon. Me and John and Grado are going to get together over the next few weeks, have a few beers, gauge uh, our COVID, and we're going to talk about the future of Wrestling Daft. And no, I know anything you need to worry about. We're just going to talk about new ideas, a, new, a shake up of the format, I think is necessary, because we've been gone for how long new boys? Seven years. 106 episodes. This is episode 106 of Wrestling Dad. That, that's what I've got to laugh at you, John, right? Because let's be honest, right? You're never like, you're not the best speller in the world, right? But you're all, I mean, I, I don't know if you're always right every week, but you know. Is it not the, just typos? 
Is it? Aye, but he's keeping. I, I don't know. Is it John? It's just typos because I type fast. I never double check the plan. Well, I just I just noticed tonight. I was like, God, John, he has all the amount of typos, and you're good at doing the numerical times Roman things to get to make it look 106. <laughs> Yeah, what yeah. is it this week? CV one one oh seven or something. Just CV one this week. Yeah, See, that's uh, mad. Hundred and six Roman numerals. See how come you're good at that? <laughs> I'm good at spelling as well. Give me a word to spell. Go on, give me a word to spell, and I'll spell it for you, Grado. Right. Um. All right. Restaurant. R e s t a u r a n t. Okay. Uh. What about? This is fascinating podcasting. Listen, by the way, we should have a wrestling daft spelling bee. Aye, <laughs> oh, that. How good right. would that be? We'll get a few. We'll get a few punters on as well. Aye, and we'll aye. do a spelling bee. And right. like, well, I've got one for Beefies, right? right? Just to know, onomatopoeia. 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 You mean? Yeah. Oh, you can say it everywhere you want. Onomatopoeia. <laughs> go. Onomatopoeia is right. I, I'm, I'm the one that's a writer here, so I've got it quite easy. You go first. It's O N O. M A T O P O E I A. I fuck you. Did well that. played, Rab Florence. O N O M A T O P O E I A. You've got to be so for it. Right. Anyway, we're not shaking up the format yet. We're still, we're still in lazy Christmas New Year mode. But just to let you punters know, we will be shaking up the format. So if you've got any ideas for anything we could be there, or anything you would like to hear, or anything oh, that's you a good would idea. like to happen, just give us a shout. We'd love to hear for you next next week. And maybe redo it some of your suggestions for things we could do on the show. Anyway, at the moment, every week we jump into the virtual car and retell some of the funny and embarrassing moments for your lives in the form of a road story. In the last few weeks, we've been treated to some poetry, but this week we're back to the stories, and it comes from Chris Jack. Hey, Grado, on a motor, pal. Hey, let's do it. <laughs> this Australian tour has been cracking, isn't it? 20, it's 26 degrees today, man. 27, de- 26 degrees. You watch it for the fucking frogs, man. Are they fucking toads, man? Everywhere, everywhere. Bite on off you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I tell you what, tell you. We, should, we should we should put some of the, take some of these toads back uh, to, to the British wrestling because because I'll tell you what the fucking British wrestling's toxic enough. Hey, oh, look at Belter. Anyway, I tell you about this time, right? It was about Christmas two thousand and seven, rap, and I played. And a lot of festive gigs in and about Glasgow and Edinburgh, and a wee build up to the new year. Uh, we played in Box, very aware of that, aren't you, Rab? Box, <laughs> Socky Hall Street, Box. Yeah, I'm aware of that, sadly. Yeah, very aware of Box and that. Uh, now, in the up to the gig, we had some ups and downs. Basically, the singer was getting wasted before the show, and before one show, he punched my specs off my face mid set. So, and he'd done this before taking hunters of ketamine and he thought, he thought he'd turned into a bin on Argyle Street and we also we also had to part away our rehearsal where the smell of shite was inescapable we thought it came from the toilets being directly behind the studio we were in but it turned out our drummer had actually wiped his ass off way up his back and then he battered his toms the mayor reek of his ass the, the, the mayor he battered the toms the mayor the reek his ass filled the room but despite these moments, we pushed on and we secured a slot on the box bill and we went into the gig full excitement and merriment. We'd planned to go and see George Square and see the Fratellis that were playing beforehand, but the weather put paid to that hail event, so we ended up just setting up camp and box and we prepared ourselves for a sellout show. 
as we navigated the channel between the stage, the bar and the booths in between, we greeted all the other bands on the bill before heading to the green room down the stairs, the fucking green room. All the other bands, well, they followed down and the, it was a right good time had me all, good few of us. We'd played together before, so, you know, tales of our tours and whatnot, they kept us entertained in between sets. The final three bands on the night were us, the main support, and the headliners. And they were just an absolute staple of the scene at the time. Our set went down as we expected, and we wished the main support all the best as we passed them on the way back to the green room where it was just us and the headliners. Now, as the guitarists turn up and they're singing through his rituals, their drummer sat himself at a wee table littered with cans, ashtrays and some, let's just say, recreational drug paraphernalia. But our bassist and myself, we joined them for a wee chat before he headed upstairs and we talked about Christmas and the plans for the next coming year, 2008, because we'd played gigs with them before and he'd stood out in part due to the fact that their drummer had no arms. Going one better than that, or worse than that, I should say, that the fella for Def Leppard, this drummer used special grips on his elbows so that he could bash away his drums and they bother. But our basis, he was in awe of this drummer's skills and he asked him a fairly innocuous question. What made you take up the drums? And without missing a heartbeat, a pretty good thing today as a drummer, our new pal, he loaded his head to the table in front of and snorted the fattest line of cocaine I've ever seen, wiped the remnants for his top lip with the drumstick attachment he'd affixed to his elbow and stated, well I wasn't going to play the fucking guitar was I? <laughs> and with that he wished us both a happy new year and we went up the stairs to bring on the bells on the stage with all his bandmates. That's a beautiful story from Chris. There you go, don't do drugs anybody. Um... I can I say that I know I know what the the band he's talking about and they're fucking and what a brilliant band they are they? Well, absolutely brilliant band. That's a good story, man. My takeaway message for that is don't do drugs, guys. Right? Uh, anyway, <laughs> well, um, you know that's a, a warning. Give us your funny stories. There might be a last chance to gauge your funny stories for life. Fictional story, sketch, poem. Get in touch by DMing us at Wrestling After. Emailing us at Wrestling After Gmail dot com. And remember to get in touch and let us know. Uh, what you want to see on the show as we move forward in a new year the attitude era of wrestling daft where things explode <laughs> <laughs> now that's it for wrestling daft please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us in wherever you get your podcasts mind for more content there's loads this week get on board Patreon. <laughs> there isn't it's a lie there isn't loads this week we this need to do just- something man John's just been copying and pasting this for ages, but there oh, is mere content. There, there is. is. Do you know what? I've put up a bit of bonus content without asking Gradle permission, but you know the video you sent of us, Booker T, of you wrestling Booker T? That is up <laughs> on the Patreon now, so you can see Gradle wrestling Booker T. If you want to see a bit of Gradle and Booker, get on there. Yeah, there's always be treats like that appearing. Patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. And check out our merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Thanks so much. Check out the last 2023. Can you see the patience here? We're talking about. Oh, yeah, fucking. Hey, you need to see. Did you hurt your neck then, that? Aye, I said. Imagine I fell. Imagine I fell. Can you see me? 
Where is trying to make himself look? He's trying. He's taking. He's making unflattering poses. You just kind of see it. You need to get to see the video version for that. It's just really a treat. It's a sight to behold. Thanks so much for listening. Stick with us through 2022. Tell your pals. There's always good power on wrestling daft. And don't and tell Tiger. Don't tell Tiger. Don't tell Tiger about what happened. <laughs> and just stay tuned because remember, like I said, this is wrestling daft attitude era. This is the year where things. Explode. Snitches get stitches up the road. Up the road, Grado. Up the road, it's just sells. sells Audio Frontier. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.